Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy. Recently, I came across a quote by Cesar Cruz, a South American artist, and it, it summarized a lot of the thoughts I have when trying to talk to people about fine art. And the quote is, good art disturbs the comfortable and comforts the disturbed which uh, summarizes, to me anyway, um, the two main things that happen when we encounter art. Good art, uh, fine art, important art, art from museums that has been analyzed and uh, has, has met some standard by experts that is meaningful to our culture or significant in some way. So that separates true art, if you want to call it that, or fine, I call it fine art, from uh, what you might call everyday art, which is ubiquitous in the United States of America, at, at least, not so much other countries. And that would be the common thinking about art, which art, think, thinking of art as something like a poster you might buy at Ikea to put on your wall to match your couch, or something you did in elementary school with a little pan of watercolors, or um, something you would do for therapy, like you might get a, bunch of, a whole bunch of art supplies and then just sort of express yourself. And so that would be sort of art to some people. Uh, but also art has a mythology about it in that the people think, well, artists are iconoclasts. They don't really fit into society. They're weird. and most of all, they don't make very much money, they waste their time, and they're having way too much fun. <laughs> Some people think that artists are wasting their time and not, not doing anything positive for society. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that art can have a transformative process for the person making it, and also a transformative process for people who witness and look at art and pay attention to good art. So, art disturbing the comfortable. Well, this comes up in, especially when people look at contemporary art and they don't like, like it, they don't like it. It's weird, it's stupid, it's infantile, it's a, a farce, most of all, you might say. What's it doing in a modern art museum? It's just a bunch of shapes or something like that. Or there's an antagonism in people against that person that managed to, in their mind, make too much money doing nothing important. It's a farce. So uh, art is disturbing in that sense. You look at it and you're disturbed. But if you look a little closer, if you go beyond the, the anger or the jealousy of uh, encountering art that is weird to you, then oftentimes it can actually change your mind and change your way of looking at the world, which is the whole point of most contemporary art. It's to change the way you see the world, to give you a new perspective. And it could be scary and daunting and difficult, and most people don't want to do it. And then another kind of way of looking at art, if you say that art comforts the disturbed, meaning if you really invest in the time and energy to look at art, this doesn't have to be contemporary art, any kind of fine art that has been done by a professional or an artist that knows what they're doing. 
in, in, in terms of using the tools, the visual tools, I'm really talking about painting most of the time, but the visual tools of color and shape and so on to um, create a, a message or a view, of the artist's view of the world, whether it be uh, the view of nature or the view of a, a situation, like a political situation. And if you are able to see that, uh, sometimes that can be very comforting because you feel less alone in the world, like somebody under, understands your way of seeing the world. Uh, it, it gives you company and it, it comforts you. So I think that is a good all-purpose definition of fine art. And I really like it, so I put it at the bottom of my emails as part of the signature. And uh, it'll, leave, it'll be there for a while until I find another one that I like better. But I hope that um, you can think about that idea of art disturbing the comfortable and comforting the disturbed. That's it for today.